Welcome to season two of the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I am your host, Jamie Black. Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I'm Jamie Black, and I want to welcome you to season two. Quite a lot has changed within me and in the world since the last time I was recording a podcast episode. The last time I was recording, I was coming to you from Avalon. It was Samhain. We were closing out that year, that cycle. And I personally just needed to let go and plant new seeds and allow those seeds to gestate and be rooted really in, in something new. And so then we came into 2020 Everyone was so excited for it, and then COVID showed up, and so I actually did start this podcast season in the early parts of the quarantine. And just previous to the quarantine starting, I had been getting messages that what I wanted the subject matter to be about this year would be trauma. I started this podcast as a way of sharing my voice and just messages that were coming through me. Uh, If you listen to the podcast, you know that I talk a lot about that we each have a purpose and we each have a message that is important for someone else to hear. And so also on the podcast, we, we talk about that it's a process. It's not easy, and it's not easy, it's not just to begin with, it's not easy to speak our truth. That's something that we have to learn. It's not easy to listen to intuition over our mind. That's something that we have to learn through practice. And so I started this podcast right before I was having a red tent priestess activation here in Los Angeles. And it was a good way for me to share with you the different amazing women that I was having come to that event and to share and kind of introduce topics and the wisdom of these women. And then it just continued from there. I have always had the experience of having so many amazing people come into my life. That's kind of what happens when you live here in Los Angeles. And having so many women around me that were doing spiritual, magical work, psychic work, and simultaneously building businesses around that work. And I call that sacred purpose. 
And so the last season was, was, was about all of that. It was about sharing my personal experience, my personal uh, stories that have um, shaped me and caused me to believe the things that I believe. And then also I had the ability then to share with you all of these amazing witchy spiritual women. And we also got to talk about listening to your intuition and, and creating a life around serving your sacred purpose and creating your own business and leaving your slave job. Um, you know, I've kind of moved on from that subject a little bit, but that was, you know, something I was on fire about for a few years. So I really wanted to deepen the conversation. We have had so many conversations with women about their personal experience and so that we all can identify and relate. The idea is for you to feel not alone, to feel empowered, and just to recognize your own purpose by hearing purpose and inspiration from others, others that are possibly on a similar path as you, maybe some a little bit before or a little bit behind you, and just giving us a way to relate with each other. <clears throat> and so I really wanted to go deeper into this conversation about trauma because I also talk about in discovering your sacred purpose, you know, there's such a, a question for some people like, well, what is it? And, and we do have to live a certain amount of life and go through a certain amount of trials with our own selves, I think, before we begin to discover that. Um, and it's different for each one of us. But I, you know, once you kind of discover what your message is, or what is the thing that you love to do, or what is your purpose, or what is it that you absolutely have to be doing in this life, you start to see that it's always been there. Once that starts to kind of click in for you, then you look at your life and your relationships and the things that you've been through, and it just makes so much sense. So something that I'm deeply interested in is trauma. It's not a light subject by any means, and I am not an expert only other than my own personal experiences with myself, and it's actually something that I am going into a deeper study about, but I was just feeling very called to discuss trauma with people, talk about their own personal experiences, because I believe that trauma also can teach you who you are and what your gifts are as you navigate through it, as you are affected by what it is that you've gone through in your own life. There's a lot of teaching there. And then also, people carry a lot of shame around the trauma that they have been through. They hold themselves personally responsible for things that they had absolutely no control over. And, it, you know, it, it takes people sometimes most of their life to heal from the trauma that they've experienced when they were younger. Like I said, everyone has different levels of experience in this. But um, so I was, I was feeling called to share women on here that have shared their experiences with me and how it's caused them to develop into 
who they are now and it's also affected the path that they chose or it's also caused them to completely change course and then now what they're offering in the world has everything to do with how they learned to heal themselves and so this was the message that was coming through and then we all found ourselves in lockdown um being afraid of a virus and and having a sense of a traumatic experience with the virus some of us had you know loved ones that got sick and were dying some of us got sick and some of us just got stuck at home with no income and no income coming for the foreseeable future we were either at home alone, we were at home with family, we were at home with partners that we needed to face that relationship and either do deeper work there so that it could grow or realize it was something that we needed to get out of. Some people were stuck at home in abusive relationships, some people having mental illness and being stuck at home alone with no contact with others and then you know no help in for the foreseeable future also um, totally overwhelming experience so i felt very called to get back online with the podcast we did a couple of these online i did a couple of them on instagram i had just moved right before the quarantine started and so i was in a new environment with out internet and so um, some of that became a little bit difficult and I was even forced to put the interviews on hold. So we began at the Equinox. I interviewed Pam. She's a Los Angeles clairvoyant medium and we had an awesome discussion on trauma. Um, like I said, she's a psychic medium so there was a lot of messages that were coming through from her guides and we just had a conversation in the early stages of the quarantine because that was March 21st. So we were all in a very different place then than we are now. And that is the interview that I'm going to share with you today. But after Pam, I interviewed Kate Pendry and we're gonna have to do a re-interview on that one because we did it on Instagram and it was when everyone in the world was online and internet was just not supportive enough to get the interview clearly. So we will rehab her on the show. I have Grail Corsini on the show with us again. We have Kim Keller, who is a sacred sexuality coach. And I actually went to the Oregon Tantra Festival online because of her, and that was absolutely amazing. And right during that time, we had the murder of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement became very important to me. As many of us were, I'm sure, I was brought into a very powerful awareness and an awakening that I have not been doing my part as far as that work is concerned. I have been on um, a constant deep dive of gathering information, educating myself, sharing with others, and committing to doing something and showing up and being part of the change 
that needs to happen. That brings us to the present moment. The solstice has just passed. We are in a new moon. We just had another eclipse. And I have shared with you the live ritual that I offered as part of the workshop that I offered for the witch camp online. The power of music and ritual. So please check that out, even if it's past the time and it's no longer summer solstice. The music that is being offered is still powerful, and this is music that I do play at my live events and my live shows. And this is an example of how we can use music magically, how we can use music and ritual, and how using sound, using the sound that comes from our own bodies, and then listening to the sound of instruments and going deep within the music as you're doing your ritual can be powerful. So I, I have added that for you as the first episode of the second season. And so I welcome you back. There's a lot more to come. Um, but let's first start off with this very powerful interview from Pam, also known as Angel Arts Pam on Instagram. And I hope that you are all doing well. You can find me at jamieblack.com. You can always email me there on the website. You can find me on Instagram. Silver Lake Priestess is the name of my business, where I read tarot cards and lead women's circles and moon rituals and all of the spiritual witchy priestessing stuff that goes inside of their retreats, all of that. So that's why we call this the Silver Lake Priestess Podcast, um, because that's the name of my local business here in Silver Lake. And I think that's everything that you need to know for now. Um, I'm happy to have you here, and I'm very honored to share with you Pam. Um, I'm Jamie Black, and I am the hostess of the Silver Lake Priestess podcast, and I'm here with Pam. Uh, Pam's company is called Angel Arts. She's a, a, a clairvoyant and a medium in Los Angeles, and I was just giving a little bit of background. Um, I this, this is the start of season two of the Silver Lake Priestess podcast, and so the podcast was really female-focused last year, and it was... I interviewed women that do spiritual work, women that identify as being witches and priestesses and women who um, have created their own business around those offerings and working with spirit. And so um, what I did with that was just also share with you all these women, um, share the different work that they were doing, and then have interesting conversations about, about the things that come up during our work. So we're all at home and um, I've been getting the call to start the podcast again. So um, Pam is, uh, she's, Pam and I newly know each other and we've been having some really interesting conversations and um, we keep talking about some things and I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. I want to have you on my podcast. I want to talk about that. And so we decided, I decided today was the day. So um Welcome, Pam. Thank you for being here with me. Uh, we've been um, having a little bit of te technical difficulty this morning. We were trying to be on Facebook Live as well. And anyway, there we are on Instagram. Um, so this is a little bit new for me doing it this way as well. But um, so what we wanted to, you know, the topic of this particular episode is 
uh, listening to spirit during a crisis, listening to your intuition, how to listen to it, um, and also the experience of listening to it when we're in a time of crisis. And uh, in a lot of ways, we are in a time like that right now. You know, people are having personal this is a personal crisis in a lot of ways. People aren't working. People are worried about money. People are worried about the safety of themselves in their own home in regards to catching a virus, but also in regards to like, what is going to happen? Um, I know that that's something my own self that I've kind of had to worry about a few times. And so anyway, we're going to just have a, um, interesting conversation about some things. Pam, you know, she's a medium. And so and also always when I'm talking to her, there's always messages from spirit that are coming through. <laughs> so we're going to get some of that during this interview. So, um, anyway, so you're here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Pam? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to your wonderful podcast. Um, I really, appreciate and admire your energy and your integrity of your path um it's it's one of the things that i see in you as a light in our community in los angeles and in the world right now um there's people like you who have a sincere path but they're really walking their talk and i definitely feel that you're one of those people um so i'm, I'm honored to be on your show honestly thank you um I am a clairvoyant psychic. I am a medium. I also work with, you know, tarot cards and oracle cards at times, mostly um, as a matter of focusing tools, because so much of intuitive work is actually about where we shift our attention to and where we can actually meditate into it, really. So times of crisis, trying to stay connected to our intuition, our own guidance system, our higher guides, the all that is, nature even, um, health and well-being, um, can be challenging. So I think that, you know, makes this a, a great topic that's very timely right now. And maybe most people are not in a urgent emergency crisis in the moment, although some people probably are. Um, uh, a, a lot of us actually have the luxury right now of being in this collective energy of crisis, but actually safe at home, right? <laughs> Technically, um, it may not be an ideal circumstance. And in terms of guides coming in to talk about this, it's, um, it's more of an angel energy that came in as I focused on the show today that wanted to discuss about humanity kind of being tested right now in terms of our materialism and our survival mode here mentality as opposed to a more spiritual paradigm of what's really matters and what is really valuable which is community and love and connection and the well-being of everybody um you know, part of this connection was shown to me through angels connecting with energies and beings like trees who are, they are pointing to as our elders, our teachers, that the more natural world on this planet has immense patience with us while we as humans kind of get into crisis mode over so many things, right? Like, not just when there's a crisis, 
we're always falling into that fear survival mode. So part of um, what's happening around this illness and kind of how scary it is, and it, it is a real thing. Um, I'm not trying to dismiss anyone's experience when I say this, um, but part of what is happening on a more spiritual level um, from these guides is that we are trying to shift our focus as humanity to be a more connected community, similar to how trees and nature are all connected to each other, that people would be more blessed and happier, actually, if we were all more connected to each other in a similar way to how nature connects with itself. So there's sort of a blessing coming in through the angels and nature deities, but there's also a warning, which is people can keep um, disrespecting each other, other living beings, the planet, nature. But the truth is, if nature finds it necessary, it, it, it does have a consciousness. And you don't even have to see that in a spiritual sense. I mean, there's scientific evidence that nature has consciousness. <laughs> it's filled with living organisms. <laughs> um, but part of the message of this illness is, um, and this crisis of it is, guess what, guys? Like, humans think that we run this planet, and in many ways we do, but if it comes down to it and we, we take it too far, which we, we really are apparently doing, we're, we're really going to the limit of this climate change thing, I guess. Um, you know, I, I'm just a messenger as a, a psychic, as a, a medium. I, I don't, it's not my personal opinions that I bring in through guidance. It's, it's messages. And a lot of times I don't even understand the messages fully that come in, which is an interesting thing. I've just learned that my job is to relay the message. And so I'm just relaying the message, which is we are getting too close to disrespecting the earth. And um, archangels and nature deities are coming forward and asked me to share on this call that we should have an awareness of more love and community towards each other and, and to, to try to leave behind our negative human traits of survival mode um, into creating loving human community and connection. Um, but that also, on another level, as humans, we need to understand that Yes, we dominate the world right now. We dominate nature, sort of, right now. But really, diseases can keep mutating, and the consciousness of nature can keep mutating <laughs> diseases that actually could pretty much take humanity out if mm. that was sort of like the all that is decided was the best thing for this paradigm. Mm -hmm. Not that that's imminent. That's not what I'm getting. Um, but it's part of the message of what's going on right now. So there's a lot of hope and a lot of love and a lot of blessings coming through guides who are just saying, please, please get the message. Humanity, come together, you know, start healing these blocks. What is it that keeps you in fear mode and keeps you focused outwardly and not going inward, not meditating, not doing sound healing, not healing your traumas? 
not healing your emotional blocks? What is it that keeps you caught up in addictions, addictions to substances, materialism, money, um, competitive energy, instead of focusing within to the natural connection, all people have available to them, actually, um, of your own inner guidance, your own natural love of connection with other people and love of connection with nature and all that is. Um, you know, it's a funny thing that so many people are so insecure about thinking they're intuit intuitive or psychic. Um, everybody is. They're just not focusing within. They're focusing without or they're just not developing it or value it or they have other priorities um oh, absolutely i mean <laughs> something that's interesting to me is that so we're listening to you talk and so many of us are inside right but you happen to be on a street where there is hundreds of people that are going by <laughs> while we're having this conversation and so there's so many things there's there's so much information out there and there's so many things to think of and we're all all of us are reacting to our the ones that we're into right there's a lot of conspiracy theory information out there there's a lot of this isn't true that isn't true they're lying about the numbers but regardless there's still a virus some people are not afraid of getting sick some people don't believe some people are out in their cars like you know there we still in los angeles we still have we're supposed to be inside and we have the ability to go to the store, um, go to the store, go to the pharmacy. There's a, you know, there's certain types of jobs, but every you're allowed to go out and do your job. But most people are supposed to be inside, and a lot of people are inside, um, and a lot of people are not. A lot of people. I mean, I hear, and this is just, you know, we're all hearing these different things, and who knows what's truth and what's not truth. But like, I hear that they're getting ready to enforce martial law here simply because. People are at the beach, they're at the parks, they're just out. Um, like I myself had, um, I had a friend coming in from an emergency situation. She was coming in from another country. I absolutely needed to help her. And so after I was kind of all ready to be staying in, I myself had to go out and get her and help her get set up and get her into a place where she could stay. And so within all of that time that's been in this past week, like I've seen how many people are out, how many people are still at the stores. And so um, a lot of the, the, the spiritually connected and spiritual minded um, just people, you know, the messages that are coming through are like, this is a gift. This is, yes, all this stuff is happening externally. And there's, like I said, opinions you can have about all of that. But aside from that, this is a gift. This is an opportunity to sit at home and go within. Some of us that might feel really lonely in the in the situation of being in their own house by themselves, but actually that's even more of a gift than some of the people that are in with their family. I mean, it's all a gift in the different ways. If you're in with your family, it's an opportunity for you to turn in with your family and you guys do some work with each other. If you're by yourself, then you're being given the gift of solitude, sitting in with yourself. There are, are you know, you we can all meditate on our own, but there's all kinds of like group classes and circles and lots of things for free, things that are being offered that are like guides for you. Um, I know that you're doing readings, the people that I'm doing readings with, like I... I 
I'm a life coach, so there's reading, but there's also the very, like, I give people work to do during our session together and work to do aside from that. And I give people stuff to journal on and to do, like, deep questioning about. Um, And what I was thinking of when you were talking about the trees and the whole interconnectedness of all the roots of the trees, we are being given the option to do that in the form of social media right now. Like, we're all in our individual spaces and and also just another thing I want to say about that for people that are feeling really lonely everyone is right next to you at home like if we were all it's not like Christmas here in LA where everyone disappears everyone's at home so if everyone's just actually just to step outside of their door there's everyone is here like everyone everyone is home everyone's with their families or everyone's in their own personal space and like there's millions of us that are here and we're all right here with each other and so instead of being like oh i'm so isolated oh i'm so alone there's this way of connecting and reaching out that you can do through meditation and that you can do through the internet which is like why we wanted to do this just to be having some conversation for people that are like uh, need to think about these things or need to be activated in these ways. So um, I have tons more things to ask you. Uh, so one of the things I, I wanted to say is, so so uh, for everyone that's just jumping on, um, this is part of the podcast. I, uh, this is, uh, so season two for the Silver Lake Priestess podcast, the message that I kept getting was that I wanted, it, Spirit wants it to be about trauma, There's many people that I have conversations with just about the traumatic experiences that they've been through in their life. And it's one of the things that I like to talk about is that the trauma that we go through really teaches us who we are. I talk about sacred purpose, trying to help people get clear on what their sacred purpose is and build a business around that because I think like that is totally empowering but there's a lot of questions on like, what is my sacred purpose? And so that goes into this conversation of really looking at your life experiences. And a lot of times this is what happened to me is that when I first experienced like real trauma and real crisis with my family, my brother was experiencing the physical trauma and then it was like emotional trauma for the rest of us. Um, that is what really woke me up like touched me in places, scared me. I experienced fear, true fear for the first time. And it's, it, it's, it's how I started to learn. And it's what taught me um, what my personal strengths are. And I think something else is really interesting for us all to look at is how am I dealing with this current situation? And so you can look at your life and how have you dealt with the different situations that you've gone through. And I think that we see what our purpose is and it's like, where are your strengths? What, where, what was, where are your weaknesses? Always where there's a weakness, that's a place to like really go in and put a lot of attention into that and do a lot of work around that and actually make that a strength. So, so why I, started thinking about wanting to have this conversation is because you know my initial reactions were um I felt like everybody else was freaking out I'm like I'm not going to the store that doesn't make any sense everybody is freaked out about dying from this virus from each other and then everyone going to the store at the same time I didn't I didn't do that I'm like that sounds crazy I'm not doing that 
Right. And I am like, you know, I am not, you know, I'm not scared. I'm fortunate enough to like not be, you know, they're saying different things now, but I'm like, I'm healthy. I'm not like a high risk person. So even if I get the illness, you know, I didn't really have a lot of fear around that. And so that was kind of my story to myself at first was that I wasn't experiencing fear. But then I started to realize how stressed I am and how stressed my nervous system is. And maybe my fear comes virus, but maybe my fear is that like, am I safe in the environment that I live in when everyone freaks out, like, and starts looting, mm-hmm. like, am I safe in here? Oh, and, right. and, exactly. and, and so looking personally at just like, okay, I'm realizing, you know what? because my personal threshold for um, what feels like a crisis or what scares me or what makes me feel like I'm in emotional trauma is really high based on the things I've gone through. There's a lot that I can handle before I am maybe acknowledging that like I'm freaking out. And so I tried to be part of somebody's online circle the other day and I just, I couldn't, like I couldn't, be present my energy was just you know and it took um it just took a couple days for me to actually be able to ground within my own self so i'll <laughs> turn it over to you in a second but, um, <laughs> it's fine it's good to, it's good to share you know yeah. when you go through things one of the great things is to be able to really own your feelings and your experience that's how you process it right it's true and part of Maybe now, and some people have been in their quarantine longer than I have, and I think now is really the time that we can start maybe allowing ourselves to feel what our feelings are, what our feelings have been after so many days, because so this is the thing, if when we want to listen to messages from our intuition and from spirit, we have to be able to receive them, and so if we're really busy with like a bunch of fear and um in whatever way that we're processing that, right? Um, opinions of others, try, you know, trying to be really upset about what everyone else is doing, listening to the news, you know, all of this stuff. All that's coming in, but it's not actually letting you, like, sit in silence and listen to what your own guides are saying. So um, I'll just ask you, what do you think that some practices are for people to be able to start hearing their right intuition here well number one during a a crisis like this that affects society in so many ways like many people are laid off right now many people feel that they're personally maybe sick but they don't know if they're sick or not and their symptoms aren't bad enough to go get tested right because they can't get tested um other people are in high anxiety right now um so the first thing that to do I would say, as an intuitive, this is, you know, my first advice is to let go, like surrender to that what's going on is bigger than you, first of all. It is on whatever it means to you, and I won't prescribe it for you. Um, It is a spiritual time. Um, And that recognizing and accepting that it is necessary to reconnect to your center, your intuition, your own well-being, nurturing your well-being, 
like just being an acceptance of it first, like just having that understanding in itself is going to help you. And then being in that understanding, um, tools that would be wonderful that I would love everybody to be doing is meditation. Um, if you're somebody that has a hard time meditating on their own, use YouTube as a resource for some lovely guided meditations. There's so many remarkable meditations available, so many peaceful healing, um, even with brain waves, some alpha waves, some delta waves. Um, I can tell you, as, as an intuitive, I actually had my brain waves measured years ago, and one of the things that the um, practitioners told me is that I have waking delta, um, and waking delta is actually associated with being psychic and in touch with your intuition, so perhaps it's a good time to get into those deep sleep delta brain waves that you can actually access for YouTube these days, amazingly. Um, so that's a good place to start, um, nurturing your body. Nurturing your body is really important. Um, and, and actually, part of the angel's message that kind of channeled to me this morning is that to nurture our bodies and build our immunity um, with an understanding of integrating something natural, um, integrating our connection to the natural world. Nature is a healer, too. I'm not, now I'm not advocating to anyone, if you have the coronavirus, don't get yourself to a hospital. I absolutely want you to do that. Um, but in terms of keeping your immunity strong in a natural, um, our natural resilience that is powerful, think of all the people who get this virus and actually don't get sick. So what you can do about this is build your immunity and understand that as you build your immunity and you shine that self-love on your body and create that intuitive connection with your own body, you're creating that intuitive connection with your higher self and the all that is too. But if you can understand it when you're drinking orange juice or oranges or fresh fruits and vegetables, that you're also creating a connection with nature and the natural order of things that will bring even more of that healing, resilient energy towards you. Um, another excellent tool for helping you get into the calm centered space to experience your own intuition is sound healing. Um, doing it yourself, having a friend do it over Zoom. <laughs> um, <laughs> have Jamie do some. <laughs> um, really, sound is such a healer. It's so multidimensional. You know, like when, when I teach classes on psychic development and energy clearing, I, I'm like, please include sound because negative energy can't even exist in the realm some of the realms that sound can go into that higher vibe positive energy um do include it to connect listen deeply listen deeply to music that you feel a connection with will help connect you to your intuition mm. if you relax into it right um, I'm sure you've even had that experience. If you really think about it, you just might not think of it as an intuitive experience, but it's exactly what it is, actually. And that feeling of connection of like, this is my favorite music. I feel like myself when I listen to my favorite music, right? That is you being very close to your own guides. 
you may not hear their name or you might hear their name you may not see them but that feeling that you get when you're around things close to your purpose that is your guides vibration around you so learning to recognize that vibration of hey when i listen to my favorite music i like it because this is how i feel and when i feel that when else can i feel that can i be open to feeling that feeling um can i feel it when i'm in a bathtub with a bunch of epsom salt and lavender can i ask it to show itself to me the other way to improve your intuition at any time is asking your guides and your angels whoever they are to reveal themselves to you to protect you to deepen your intuition but also for many people right now at home in these high states of anxiety understand there's a purpose to that too and this was part of the angels message this morning too um a lot of us are actually being put into high states of anxiety to relook at trauma right now in some isolation in order to kind of release it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my suggestion with that is to connect to loving higher guidance first and have support like lovely friends in place, some journaling. It's a good time to kind of wake up and journal and see what comes through and ask your guides to join you in that process. Because a lot is actually available right now to you if you can get calm enough, intuitive enough, understand there's spiritual blessings available. There's, there's a lot of information available about your own body and trauma trapped in your own body right now. When you're in a high, if you're not somebody who's actually sick, and that's a totally different thing, and I'm not dismissing that. If you're somebody who's actually sick right now, that's a you know, has its own healing process. And um, that's not what I'm addressing when I say this, what I'm saying right now, which is that if you're someone that's just at home in a lot of anxiety about maybe you have some cold symptoms, you don't feel that well, um, I don't want you to ignore your symptoms. I want you to build your immunity and watch and monitor your symptoms. But if there's a wonderful opportunity, according to the guides, to monitor what's happening in your body and where it's happening in your body and what emotions or traumas from the past may be attached to areas of your body that are being activated and made more vulnerable and and are speaking to you in a greater awareness right now. So if you experience emotional things right now in your body it's a good time to do some journaling about it to understand what you might be releasing this is a huge energy release right now among other things it's a wake up for humanity it's a wake up for us to start being a loving community community um it's you know a real perspective shift because if somebody you really love, and as a medium, I'm always astonished because I see how people in real life treat each other. Um, people are loving to each other, but people are terrible to each other, really. People don't appreciate each other when they're around. And as soon as that person passes over, I love them so much. <laughs> I miss them so much. Um, you know... I really see this experience of how deeply people actually love each other 
And that is not present and manifested enough in the world paradigm as we are living it right now. But it's absolutely the truth of who all we are deep inside, underneath the trauma blocks. And that's why trauma is actually really relevant right now, because us as humanity healing these trauma blocks that are keeping people in fear, crisis, survival mode, is part of how we're going to heal humanity and come together as even like a world community, because that's inevitable. According to guides, they show it to me all the time. I'm like, don't even show me this anymore because <laughs> I don't want to think about it or get anxious. There's nothing terrible they show about it. It's just it makes me, as the person I am, a little anxious when I see that the way humanity is going is sort of like a one-world community, even sort of government, So, which I'm not going to comment a lot about on this call because that's not what it's about, but... But understand that the more love and cooperation and community mindfulness and like a positive of valuing each other as individuals and having an understanding that there will be no peace in the world really until everybody has enough abundance, um, peace, respect, safety. Um, there are forces of nature even that's um, that's that's just where humanity needs to go, and so it's really important. Like like each person's role right now. If you're not someone called to serve in terms of literally serving as an angel in a hospital or a serve an essential service provider, and those people are angels. Um, those people actually have a spark of angel in them, and are working very closely around them right now to show up for people um but if you're one of the lucky ones that's just really anxious at home which is could be really scary <laughs> um and not actually sick um i want you to consider the possibility that you're being given a blessing an opportunity right now to assimilate your better role in the future of humanity and this world community that they're working towards of removing your own trauma rocks to just being a loving, um, a more loving, a more less survival mode, more generous, supportive person to everyone in your community, even if they look different, um, act different, aren't your personal favorite person, but with an understanding that there must be justice, fairness, peacefulness. Guides talk a lot about peace and justice fairness they also talk a lot about how there can't be peace unless everybody has is provided for um and the other thing they talk about a lot is each person only has their role in the all that is it's not supposed to be one person dominating others in, in, and that plays out in so many ways in our current paradigm and that's the forces that at work are trying to leave that behind for us. And they have other things up their sleeve if we don't start getting this lesson. So let's start getting it because we can. <laughs> um, Jamie, I want to give it back to you a little bit. Um, but, um, but I know that you do a lot of work around trauma as well. So, so you're a really good practitioner for these times. Um, and, um, you know, how
how these traumas may be blocking like even their own personal success right yeah absolutely um you know with the way that I work with people is that I I just I start from my own personal experience because I think that it's just like what you were saying about how we each have our role and we can we only have our role um I'm like yeah I'm I think it's really important, each of us, our personal experience and then our personal wisdom from the experiences that we've gone through, which is why it's important to be constantly doing personal work and learning about yourself and growing with yourself because we, we have more to learn always as the person that we are, the person that we've been. Each of us, we are our we are a piece of the whole. We are a piece of spirit. This is the piece, the perspective that I'm in charge of. And as that that perspective in itself changes and grows, I'm responsible for that for the people that I love as well and the people that I come in contact with. And so I tend to be, um, I, I learned a lot about my own self through the trauma that I went through and I learned a lot about my particular gifts to offer others it's a part of human experience to experience trauma to go through crisis to have fear anxiety loss pain we learn through pain pain is a teacher um fear is also a teacher and it's our job to then like work with it and get different perspectives around it like what is what does the fear come from? Am I am I physically in danger? Is this an emotional thing? When did it start? It, like like it goes on, right? This is this this is self work. Um, so from my own personal experience in trauma with my own emotional trauma, like I've just learned what how I process, and then because of the way that I process and the way that I see clearly in those times, how I. I'm able to be of service to others who are going through things like that or even their own just because that's like where that's where my strength is. So I in really intense situations, I my mind gets really sharp and I can see really clearly and just my own personal makeup, my emotions don't get in the way of all of that. I'm kind of able, maybe it's my martial arts training, probably that's part of it. And it's just part of, you know, my own personal makeup. And this is, goes back to how I think we all do need to be showing up for each other. It's important that we, so I'm saying so many things at once, but there's so many things that are up at once. So, um, a couple years ago, I had to, my own life, I had to stop doing the type of work that I was doing for money, using my physical body. I was a waitress for anyone who doesn't know. I absolutely loved it. It allowed me to work for spirit and be involved with people. But because it was taking up so much of my time and my energy, spirit stopped letting me do it. And, and I wasn't listening to the subtle messages. So I started getting really severe injuries to the point where like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't use my knees. I couldn't use my wrist. It was just one thing after another. And also what I'll say about all of that is now that I listened and I stopped, I don't have any of those ailments anymore. Um, but what was forced upon me was a very similar situation like this, where I was not allowed to work. I was just kind of inside my own home and I was like, what? the fuck am I going to do for, 
for money and for to take care of myself. And it wasn't like I figured out how I was going to get all this money right away. It was just I had to go, what do I have to offer? So I'm in my 40s. It, the things that I am here to help people with, it's, still, it's not something that is down the line in my future for me to still learn. It's present in my personal life experience. What what is it that I have to help somebody with? What is the advice that I have for someone else? And that is true for everyone. And I had to look at my life in that way where I was like, okay, I have to be able to take care of myself. I actually do believe that if we were to focus on our personal gifts or what's coming through us from spirit and put a lot of attention on that, we could use that in some way to support ourselves. Doesn't mean it's easy, but I do believe that that is possible for people. And so what's happening now is there's a lot of people, especially here in Los Angeles, there's a lot of people that work in, you know, what we call entertainment. There's a lot of artists, there's a lot of actors, musicians, and then these people, what they do for money is they bartend, they wait tables, their personal assistants, all of that. And what's happening is these people aren't being able to work and they don't have anyway just like I said they are like career servers and then they're career artists and so you know they do this job to take care of themselves but so then they can find like the work that they're doing in their life or in the world through you know music and art and then all of a sudden all that stuff is on shutdown and most artists this artist mind you know we get we get used to not getting money for what it is that we do. So it's usually never an option. Like you can have the dream of like making it and being famous. And then all of a sudden you have money to do all of these projects. But other than that, it's like, it's a struggle. There's no way you're going to make money out of it. You do this for free, that for free. And then you work a slave job. So this experience that I did get to have with myself a few years ago that I've been working on, you know, ever since, I think is up for a lot of people and maybe not for everyone. Cause we all, there are all sorts of different types of jobs and things like that. Maybe, I mean, I can't talk about stuff. I don't know about, I was going to say, you know, maybe you're an engineer and you need to have this kind of job and it's not, yeah, there's all sorts of things. I'll, I can just basically talk to like my people, right. Talk to the people that um, have a similar experience with me who I can help from the, just talking about like my personal experience. Um, and so I really, this experience that I got to have, a lot of people are having right now with like, okay, what can I do? What do I have to offer? First of all, a lot of people are being called to help each other. What is the message that they have? And people are like, well, everybody else is saying on, on Instagram, like, it's just kind of pointless if I say it too. And I don't feel that way. We all listen to, there's, some of you will have it with my voice. I will have it with other people's voice. The voice calls you. The sound, there's something in it. That person has a message for me. Not everybody wants to listen to me, and not everyone, you know, it's like that. We have specific people that we can hear it from, that we digest it from, and that's why all of us have someone that will benefit from what it is that we have to share. And... Anyway, that's the window. That's the gift that I feel like is really being offered with this experience of everybody being at home, kind of a, a little bit for the unseeable future, being like, we don't know what we're going to even be doing. Okay, well, what can I do? What could I create? There is this online platform of connection and influence 
is it's available to everyone like you can figure out how to get online whether you write whether you speak whether you play music whether you do healing work all of it like i play music i've been doing sound baths and rituals i've done some of it online and all of a sudden i can't be doing this like sound bath thing that i've created to do with people in person i'm gonna start doing it online i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna try one of those next week so there's a learning curve it's just like we were having technical difficulties uh-huh. today you know i haven't done my podcast in a couple months and all of a sudden zoom what is not broadcasting on facebook i've never done it before like this on instagram you know you have to go through a little bit of the struggle of figuring out the technology and it just my advice for any of that is like just don't let it be a block just try to like breathe it in ask somebody to help you and just like keep trying i mean pam and i were supposed to be live at three i don't think we'll be that live until maybe like twenty. You know, you can you can let stuff be really hard and give up, or you can just be like, you know, there's really, really, really young kids that know how to do this stuff now, and it's because you know they were open to learning how to do it. So we well, we're learning. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're learning, and so just in there, I just um, there's a there's a bunch that is available for us right now. We can do deep personal work. We can start asking ourselves, is the work that I am doing really benefiting my community? Is the work that I do, does it activate my personal gifts and my personal skills? And, you know, there isn't shame around any of of it. Like, however big or however small it might be your role or your gift, all of it matters. All of it totally matters. And so, um, you know, if everyone was to think of like, what is just one little like piece of support or inspiration or advice or that you could just give to people. Um, and right now the way to do it is on social media through, through memes, through pictures of yourself that you post and just like some words of advice. Nobody is going to look at these like beautiful words of encouragement and be like, Oh, I wish they would just, you know, not say that. I already heard somebody else say that today. I don't need to say that. Um, and it just kind of comes from a conversation that I was having with someone. I just, I think there's such an opportunity for everyone to allow themselves to, to, to shine to allow the spirit from inside of them to shine because since everyone feels the fear and the anxiety on their own personal level, everyone knows that someone else is also feeling it and that there's something like we all can like breathe in the support and we all have, we all have something to give. Yeah. And, and maybe it's, it may be switching up how we do stuff usually is a gift too. Right. So if we can let go of our fear around, Oh, I can't do it the way I've been doing it every day for the past year or 10 years. I've got to switch it up. Like if we can just let go of being so afraid about it and having some kind of like light and faith that, Maybe there's new doors opening. Maybe me switching up my Reiki practice, right? Which is, I tend to do as one-on-one. I can do distant Reiki. I do it all the time. But professionally, I've been doing it more as one-on-ones in person because it's, I don't know, it's just how I prefer to do it. 
But during this situation, you know, the readings I can do for phone and Zoom, it doesn't make a big difference to that. But given, you know, the severity of the illness people are really dealing with right now and the fact that there's no Reiki protocols for highly contagious diseases um, besides distant healing, um, I really thought about it with spirit and it, it was like, I don't want to charge for it. I just want to like do it on a group level for people, you know, Sunday nights and just mm. do it. So I'm just going to start doing it for my Instagram free Reiki group. Anyone who wants to put their name in the comments can, you know, get it for free. I don't need to make money from that right now. Um, that's not Tell us about that. Um, t- what's your Instagram? Oh, um, it's angel underscore arts underscore Pam. You should put a little comment in. It's probably on your screen. See if you can just put like a heart or something in your comment. In the comments, because then whoever is here right now can see. Okay, Okay, now turn it around so we can see you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, give me a second. Um... Technology. It's in the upper left-hand corner. Oh. Yeah. Do it one more time. Upper left. Upper left. Okay. There we go. Oh, wait. But see, people be open to learn new things, right? Like, that's the whole point. Like, like, this is the time period where, like, no, you don't just have to let things, like, fail. I mean, you may need to let go of things in the form you're used to, but be open to learning new things in the new path, right? Like, that's part of the message. Right, Jamie? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the message. So, tell, so let's do a little bit of this. Tell us, uh, tell us what you're doing on Sundays with the Reiki. Okay. So are, are you doing something that's live so we can see you, or are you just... Um, having everyone that is on your Instagram page, like, put their name in one of your posts and say that they want you to add them to your long-distance healing, what is it that you're doing? So, what I'm going to do, it's, it's very mellow in terms of social presence. I am going to do something live for part of it, um, but honestly, I'm going to be continuing sending the Reiki after it because... I want to really focus on each name um, when I when I do the the transmission of it. Um, so I'm not doing like a huge ritual or anything like that. I'll probably just come on and do a light meditation with people really fast and um, you know just on my Instagram page. But mostly I'm, I'm just transmitting the energy. It's more of a humble offering. And it's just a way also for me to keep doing Reiki, even um, if I'm not, you know, having all my one-on-ones in person right now, which I can't really responsibly do. So, um, you know, I I just want to keep sending that energy. And, you know, privately, I'm also just doing it to the collective. but yeah, so Sunday nights at 9 p.m. You can come to my Instagram, but you can leave your name in a comment at any time. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and so Pam does um, really powerful psychic mediumship 
um, tell us about your readings and how they can find you. So mostly you're operating off of Instagram. Yeah, mostly right now it's Instagram. I have my website in the works, but you know, for me, so like for me, I have to switch it up. I, I was working by people just referring me. I didn't even have social media presence. I actually didn't need it. Clients were just referring me. They would just tell the people and that's not, you know, that's, I feel that's my clients are wonderful people. Um, I'm not taking credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so now I have to get it together with social media and I'm horrible at it. So, um, you well, can this, get is the, <laughs> this is one of the things I was saying to Pam, like on the night that I met her. So, because I had to figure out how to, um, you know, I'm a musician and I've spent a lot of time studying like how I can, uh, get my music out there on my own and, and not have to be trying to like find a label and all that stuff. Cause we're not in that, we're not in that time period anymore. So I was studying all this stuff about music, like right at the same time that, that it started happening, that I needed to create a business around my personal messaging and offering and things like that. And so, um, I, it just kind of, was a seamless like transfer over into like I just got everything on social media and then even last year I was running programs which were helping um women but everybody you know get your like get the foundations of your business like create the foundations for your spiritual business get them online because it's those spiritual artistic people that don't ever have business cards they don't have their website yeah. like all of a sudden right now while well, you guys all are at home and you have time to work on all of that so yeah so I honestly I probably like be running for and I, and I, have, again. I have a, a business phone number great <laughs> email address can i can i share it or? yes please please okay yes. so I can do phone readings. I'm working on doing Zoom and Instagram readings. And I'm also offering email readings, which are a cheaper option um, for people that just don't have money. I am also open to sliding the scale if someone's referred to me by somebody, like a past client or someone I know. Yeah. Um, so my email address is angelarts777 at gmail. Angel Arts 777, angel number 777, <laughs> at Gmail. And my business phone is 424-249-9802. 424-249-9802. All of this information is on my Instagram, too, at angel underscore arts underscore Pam. And, um, so that's, that's my business pitch, but honestly, guys, like I just started reading for people cause I've always done it. And like in college, people used to knock on my door cause I was just doing it for free. And I, I used to think like this was something I would just do for free and never get, make money off of it. And then I realized, well, if I'm going to be serving in a bigger way with it, then I have to charge for it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause then you get full, full time. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's the only way to devote more time to it. But originally I was in this whole thing of I wasn't going to charge for natural gifts and I have a whole other career in music and entertainment that I also love and, you know, is not, I'm not walking away from. But, um, but, but that is, you know, 
You're frozen. I see Pam is frozen. Maybe we're all frozen. just Pam was. Pam was. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Um, Burning Man. Well, you know, Burning Man is all about uh, community. Hi. So we got bumped off probably because we were on for like an hour. So we'll see if Pam jumps back on here. Um, but this uh, Pam, Angel Arts Pam, I'm going to do a post in, um, I guess I'll put it in the feed, and I'll put um, Pam's information down for anybody who's just joining. I just did a whole live interview with, um, with the clairvoyant psychic medium Van, uh, Pam, um, and she's really incredible. I've sent some people to her to get some readings already. I definitely recommend her work, and... Uh, ideally, what I'm going to be doing is doing interviews every day like this for the podcast. Hi, Julia. Did you see the interview with Pam? We just did it. Um, so, yeah, if there's anyone that you are interested in me interviewing, you know I like to interview the psychic type, the spiritual teachers and leaders. Um, yes. Oh, yes, you're totally welcome. So thank you all for joining. It was really nice to be here. Um, hopefully I can figure out how to get this conversation audio recorded so that I can transfer it over and make a podcast out of it. So, um, But like I said, if there's any specific subjects that you would like to hear about, I have a few different... Okay, cool. I have a few different um, spiritual people to have on here. I see you, Pam. Um, let's get you back on here so that we can just wrap up. How do we do it? Pam. No. Anyway, technology. Pam, somebody has to request. Yeah, the only person I'm going to accept into the video is Pam because we were doing the video together. Yeah, but Julia, you can go back. So any of you that just got on here live, you can go... You can go back into my stories, and you can select live, and the whole interview with Pam is there, and all her information is there, and like I said, I'll do some kind of post that has links so that you can just, like, link over to her page, especially if you want to get any readings for her, from her. Okay, let's see. Pam is requesting requests. Add. Okay, happening now. I'm waiting for Pam. Um... So, if you're interested in listening to my podcast in general, you can go to the Silver Lake Priestess podcast, and it is <laughs> on, it's on um, Spotify, and it's on Apple iTunes. It's also on my personal website. If you go to jamieblack.com, Jamie Black, Jamie is spelled J-A-I-M-E, everything is there. My music is there. You can get a download of a, a song for free to use for your meditation. It's seven minutes long. It's really great. You can just put it on repeat. Um, I have all of the podcast episodes are there. Just click on the podcast tab. You could look at um, doing any kind of readings with me. 
I do, um, I don't do what Pam does. Pam and I, we might do something that is a little bit similar, but um, I'm a life coach and I'm into, you know, empowerment coaching specifically. I am psychic. I don't do the mediumship work. That's not, um, those are not, not my skills, but the work that I do with people is really focusing in on what is going on for you now? What is the work that you need to be doing with yourself now? I'm a ritualist. I lead ceremony and ritual all the time. So my my specialty session is it's a 90-minute session. Um, some people are like, tarot for 90 minutes? It goes by so fast. And I have you do some journaling and you do some like ceremony of letting things go and setting intentions. And it's really awesome and powerful. And I'm going to be reworking my prices for all of this and putting out specials as well. And if you, so if you want to talk to, Pam can tell you all about what she does, but also very specifically, she can contact people that are on the other side. And so I have sent people to her that have had incredible readings and experiences. Um, Getting messages from their people that are on the other side, from their angels, from their guides, you know, spirit has a whole... Uh, view of all of this that we don't and um, the people that you have known in this lifetime and then also your ancestors from your other lifetimes we all have these we're all still connected we are all connected and some of us are more connected than others we're there as protectors and guides for each other Um, and so anyway Pam her work in that area is just totally incredible we have a whole other conversation to have at another time about a book that she's writing and We'll definitely be doing that for the podcast, but just for now, because we got cut off, um, we just wanted to like wrap up. So if there's anything <laughs> else you want to say, Pam, and any information about how to find you that you didn't give, please, uh, please go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the best place is probably um, my Instagram, um, angel underscore arts underscore Pam, or my email, um, uh, sorry, I'm just a reason I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> um, but but the, I'll put it um, in the comments too. Um, yeah, with the number. But it's all on my Instagram, and so I do hope people want to check out um, getting free Reiki right now. Um, yeah. It is something I'm excited about sharing. I, I I love the work that I do. So I do this because I love it. I also love, though, teaching other people how to be more intuitive and in touch with their own gifts because that's one of my, like, secret, like, purposes is liberating people, helping them connect with their own intuition, their own even psychic abilities so that they can be connected to the truth and the higher paradigm trying to come in on this planet it's not really that out there you know i mean people you know still questioning and doubting that humans have intuition is very old paradigm if i threw you in the middle of skid row right now without your clothes on you would get in touch with your intuition very quickly about what you need to be doing (laughs) to keep yourself safe somehow um hopefully you would have also get in touch with uh energies of kindness and compassion towards those around you but um it's really we've really entered a paradigm where people need to stop doubting their own intuition and abilities um it's it's just silly 
of course you're intuitive everyone's intuitive and so one of my the things that I do besides readings and Reiki is I, I teach people to develop their own abilities and I, I think I'm fairly good at it um, part of what I try to do in my teaching is actually give them the experience of it so they can actually realize that they're already intuitive they're just not focusing their intention on it in a way that they even recognize their own gifts if you're any kind of creative or anybody that actually accomplishes anything you have your intuition as part of that process so you know if you you listen to interviews of artists um or writers or musicians you know of a certain level um a lot of them will actually straight up mention their their understanding that they're just channeling it in not like just channeling it they have a contribution of course but but a lot of um artists is it's a good place to see it um in action that there's like intuition is straight up intuition but sometimes it comes in a combined form of you're creating something but you're also incorporating intuitive understanding into your creation so part of what i do when i teach classes in it is help people kind of see where they're already using their intuition it's very empowering, and, and ultimately, that's um, if everyone could just be <laughs> like centered in their own intuition instead of just kind of being brainwashed by media or um, you know other people's opinions or drama or unresolved emotional problems. <laughs> um, sweat, you know, sometimes, and, and I struggle as this too, even as a working intuitive. Um, I have to be very clear on what's my own stuff, which I definitely have. I have no perfect person at all. I have a lot of anxiety. I grew up traumatized. Um, I've done a lot of recovery on it. Um, it's like crystally important for me to have an understanding as a working intuitive of what's my own emotional filter, what's my biases, and what's actual true intuition. Um, having that understanding of yourself and, and learning to understand your own traumas and emotional blocks or even just like really strong opinions about things that you may need to question or be a little more open to um, is one of the ways that you can actually take in your intuition in a clearer, truer form. And so in this sense, for me, having everyone on the planet maybe develop their intuition <laughs> would like liberate our planet probably because everyone would connect to their own connection to higher energy and find that spark of themselves that everyone has inside on the other side of traumas or what we're mistaught about ourselves that is actually joy um my experience is when I clear past the trauma or emotion or other people's energies, because I'm an empath, so I definitely collect energy. If I take the time out to have actually enough time on my own, <laughs> as a number one, uh, meditation, realign my energy, shift my focus, sound healing, whatever it takes, it always comes back to a inner sense of joy is actually our true essence so think about that as not as something to judge yourself with 
uh, but something to gently nudge yourself towards as a goal of finding your own inner spirit and inner guidance, your own inner goddess or divine energy source that is actually kind of like a static frequency that's connected to the all that is in the universe even, right? Higher guides, angels, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm not going to prescribe to you what you should believe. It's, it could be your own experience. And so that's sort of a little bit what I'm about. But when I read for people, I'm definitely talking to their guides and their angels and their past loved ones. And the messages are for them. And sometimes I don't even understand the messages I'm delivering. And sometimes I don't even want to tell people the messages I'm getting. But I've learned through this process that my job is to deliver the message as it's given to me without my personal opinion, um, judgment, or fear of someone's reaction. <laughs> um, I can be in the room as the human that I am to offer loving support for the person that I can bring from my own heart. But in terms of the actual intuitive guidance part of my readings, it's I, I don't give you advice. Um, I don't give you my personal opinion on things. And if I do, for some reason, I tell you that it is. Otherwise, it's really information coming from your guides, and it's what they want to bring to us, not necessarily always what you want to know, um, which is not everyone's favorite at times. Um, someone's coming in, they're like, I want this guy, you know, to be my soulmate, and I can't confirm that for them. Um, I don't do it. So, anyway, um, Jamie, thank you for um, this wonderful experience. I really enjoyed this time with you, as I always do, because you're just such a wonderful, fabulous energy. And thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Um, I appreciate you so much. I honor the work that you're doing. And really, right now, you know, as you're talking, I think that you should teach that class that you were talking about. So, um, I'll tell you how to do it on Zoom and all of that <laughs> okay. But, um, but, you know, having a class like that right now would be really, really a gift. And it, it is um, a really beautiful time where people that have messages from spirit, it's, it's really helpful for us. It really is helpful for us to hear that, to hear messages that are coming from outside of the human realm, right? They're coming through the humans, but it's coming from outside, so it's a little bit bigger picture. And so um, absolutely, thank you for um, hanging in there with the technology and, um, and yeah, just being here with me. So, uh, so much love to you, Pam. I, everyone who's listening, I definitely hope you all go over and check her out, and, um, and we'll be back for more. Thank you for joining me for another magical episode of the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. If you love the show, will you please leave a review on iTunes or on YouTube? That way other sisters can find us. Thank you so, so much. I'm sending you so much love. Till next time, blessed be.